Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our service uh, this morning, the 14th of March, which is the fourth Sunday of Lent, but is also better known as Mothering Sunday. Welcome, and our service begins with some music. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And because we are still in Lent, we say the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And so the collect for Mothering Sunday. God of compassion, whose Son, Jesus Christ, the child of Mary, shared the life of a home in Nazareth, and on the cross drew the whole human family to himself. Strengthen us in our daily living, that in joy and in sorrow we may know the power of your presence, to bind together and to heal, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Birth and Youth of Moses 
Now a man from the house of Levi went and married a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a fine baby, she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and plastered it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds on the bank of the river. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her attendants walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying and she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrews' children, she said. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Yes. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and she took him as her son. She named him Moses, because she said, I drew him out of the water. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is taken from Colossians 3. As God's chosen one, holy and beloved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another and, if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. That our Gospel is taken from John chapter 19. Standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Nicholas Poussin painted more than one picture of the story from Exodus about Moses, two at least about his being found by Pharaoh's daughter, and one of his being set adrift. Despite all the glamorous possibilities of the finding, and the glories of the robes worn by Pharaoh's daughter and her attendants, I am more interested, just now, in the moment when Moses' mother puts him into the basket and puts the basket into the river. To remind you, in quoting from the King James Bible, there arose a new king over Egypt. And fearful of the growing Hebrew population, he had commanded that any newborn Hebrew baby boy should be killed at birth. Our reading lets us recognise immediately that Moses' mother cared for him, for at risk to herself, she hid him for three months. But now, fearful that Pharaoh's men might find him, she carefully prepared a basket. She made it waterproof with bitumen and pitch. And in my mind, she is alone on the bank of the river. Her daughter, Moses' sister, is standing a little way off. What goes through a mother's mind at the instant of placing the basket in the water? You lower it, snuggling it in the reeds, perhaps holding it gently against any current there may be, and then... She lets go, and she walks quietly, as unobtrusively as possible, away from the spot. The moment is wrapped in love. During this last year, far too many have held their hands on the basket. As the ambulance doors closed on a loved one, or the care home door on a mother or father, husband or wife. There is that same sense of letting go, knowing that it is the right and only thing to do. Many have stood on the river bank, praying for the best outcome in an unknown and unpredictable future. The moment is deeply caring. And today I would like us to take time to remember all those who care. 
Yes, our mothers and our families, our friends. But especially in our world of today, those who care for others, who look out for strangers, all those who work in our hospitals, doctors, nurses, ward assistants, cooks, cleaners, porters, and so many others. All who work in our care homes, bringing much needed physical and emotional comfort to the elderly. All who work with those with disabilities, who may themselves be in residential care and all those who care for people in their own homes. Every one of these groups, everyone who is a member, has had to accept additional personal risks, which they neither foresaw nor imagined when they took up their careers. They have worked extended hours and witnessed the saddest of days. These, then, are the Pharaoh's daughters of our story, who saw the basket amongst the reeds, who opened it, and had compassion on the crying child and took pity on him. Nicholas Poussin was right to paint this scene, for here is a moment when another hand is touching the basket. How do you feel when you open a basket and find a baby in it? When you lift him out and hear him cry and breathe. When you take a child from the waters. The moment is wrapped in love. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, and we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Father in heaven, we pray for your church in the world. 
for all those who lead in your name. We thank you for the particular witness of Pope Francis, thinking of his recent visit to Iraq, for his message to all the people there, and for the attention he drew to peaceful living together. O Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord of all, we bring those countries to you which are in conflict where there are wars, oppression and injustice. We remember especially Syria and Yemen, especially those where future generations are imperiled by the destruction of cities, communities and peoples. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, Son and Holy Spirit, we pray for our country as we adjust our relationship with European partners. We pray too for the whole of the royal family in the glare of media attention and for their relationships with each other and with the country at large. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring our communities to you, giving thanks for those who have served in so many different ways. Lord, we ask your blessing on the place where we live. Help us to cherish and look after it in all the ways that we should. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Blessed Lord, who came to heal in mind and body and spirit, be close, we pray, to those who are ill in any way. Draw alongside and give them strength and resilience in their sufferings. And among those known to us in this benefice, we pray for Jill Smith and for John Crombie. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of us all, we thank you for those with whom we have shared our lives, but who we no longer see. We thank you for giving them to us. Bring us the comfort and certainty that they are safe and at peace with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, who came to share our life here on earth and made your home at Nazareth, we thank you for our homes and families, for our mothers and for all who care for us. In these peculiar times, we pray for the so many almost everyone, who are distanced from those they love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We conclude with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
And so we come to our blessing. May Christ give you grace to grow in holiness, to deny yourselves, take up your cross and follow him. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you, be among all those you love and remain with you always. Amen.